This is Possibility Politics, the place where we have love over fear, inspiration over desperation, kindness over rightness. That is how we're going to get through this civil war, this cold civil war. And the reason I say it's a cold civil war war, is because uh, it's within us. You know, the previous civil war, you could do geographically. It was the South versus the North. There was clear places where there were slave states and there were non-slave states and you could battle it out. But the person that you are want to kill is in the next cubicle. He's in, you know, in the next car on the, on the road. He's just right there next to you. We're all amongst it. And so it's a completely different way to approach it, which I think is the next logical step in consciousness because it, it, when you're in a simple lizard brain, you can fight with something that's away from you. But if you are fighting with the person that you are doing business with or interacting with or being otherwise kind to, you have to figure out what's within you and what's bothering you, which is why I bring up certitude versus understanding, kindness versus rightness. And uh, it's it's a struggle. So I think we've got, we've got so many angry people. Let me play one example of understanding Ooh. versus uh, the crazy. And this would be uh, whether you like him or not, Mayor Pete Buttigieg on Fox when he did the, the went on Fox when he did the, the Lions Den. You guys remember what yep. um, Elizabeth Warren wasn't willing to go, which was also an interesting position to take. Right? I don't know what you guys thought of that, uh, but just to say, look, I'm not. There's no way. It's a it's a house of hate, and so I'm not showing up. But then Buttigieg went in there and said this. So, you know, a lot of folks in my party were critical of me for even doing this uh, with Fox News, and, and I've, I, I've heard that. <laughs> and and I get where that's coming from, especially when you see what goes on with some of the opinion hosts on this network. I mean, when you got Tucker Carlson saying that immigrants make America dirty, when you've got uh, Laura Ingram comparing detention centers with children in cages to summer camps, mm. summer camps then there is a reason why anybody has to swallow hard and think twice before participating in this media ecosystem. But I also believe that even though some of those hosts are not always there in good faith, I think a lot of people tune into this network uh, who do it in good faith, whether it's going into uh, the viewership of Fox News or whether geographically it's going into places uh, where Democrats haven't been seen much. I think we've got to find people where they are, not change our values, but update our vocabulary so that we're truly connecting with Americans from coast to coast. And this is where I will disagree sometimes with my co-host. And we've had some tension before in the past about this is because I want to give people room to say that they listen, they watch Fox News in good faith, but then they're consuming this stuff. And then they have, they're making this choice of either to choose their certitude or choose their understanding. Yeah, and you're uh, with understanding. I'm going to go to Jack in the Box in good faith. And then I'm going to eat a bunch of processed food that will kill me. <laughs> it's the same thing you're doing when you're watching Fox News. You're watching processed crap that will kill you. Uh, I, I, you know, especially after 5 p.m. Pacific. Tucker you know, Carlson whatever. is the prime. He's sort of the zenith of all that is nasty right. and horrible about right. Fox News. And he is a privileged, snarky, little, rich white boy. Yeah, yeah. Your mama is the Swanson's frozen food heiress. You've yes. never struggled. He screams white privilege. He yes. screams yeah, white privilege. Yeah, I know. And he always looks like he's slightly constipated when he's on the show. <laughs> you know, like he's got a turd in there he hasn't gotten out since grade school. And it's just that bugging thing? him. Uh, <laughs> well, on that note, you know, it? after 20, after the primaries, Bernie Sanders never stopped campaigning. He he That's campaigned hard for Hillary. This is the difference too. Yeah. And he policies, always period. he went into and he was an example for me. He went into areas that were deemed Republican or red. And here's the thing. 
he always talked about the policies that he believed in. He did not switch them so that they would like his message. But he went in with um, open ears. Right. And so it's to me, he's a beautiful example of uh, being yourself and being in your truth while also being open to, you know, differences of opinion. But he never, he, he, he's, I mean, for two years, three, almost four years now, he's gone all over the country. He didn't just go to Pacific Palisades, or I, actually that might not be friendly territory for him. But, <laughs> um, but the point is, he didn't just preach to the choir. Yeah. And so with, with the question about Fox News, it's interesting because on the one hand, um, you want to not just preach to the choir. You want right. to just right. not be in an echo chamber. Right. You want to get out there. Um, and, and, you know, I do and see try that. to see them in good faith. And then, and that's why I say the big, if you know it's a war and then when you try to go in there and say, Hey, you know, don't you want healthcare? Don't you feel like we should love thy neighbor? And then when they say, well, they're sending rapists and murderers, then you just go, okay. And this has been my task personally. I know what you guys have done about this, but to be able to just peacefully say, okay, then that's where you are and, and understand that in a war, they're not going to change. And the only way we're going to fix this is through elections and through constitutional, you know, efforts through courts and through what have you. And this is just the reality. And so I think it's important for us to monitor <laughs> our anger at these folks uh, and try to be more interesting. That, judge. Yeah. Interesting that we have to do that, but they don't because we're the understanding ones. At least we want to be, if we want to be, I want to be, I want That's to be, because you want to be a certitude person. You can be a certitude person. And this is the great question of our time. This is literally the question like, of our time. Who do you want to be yeah. in this troubling time? Who yeah. do you want to be? Because yes. that's your choice. Yeah. I just want to bathe in liberal tears. <laughs> exactly. Or I want to see those Republican sons of bitches get there what they deserve. You know, whatever. You know what they deserve? You know what those sons of bitches on the Republican Party deserve? Good, clean water. Good, clean air. There you go. Health care. No go. more wars. And maybe some goddamn equality. Yeah. Yes. That's what they deserve. But that's yeah. the thing about you. No matter how angry you get and da da da, you are always fighting for everyone's that's rights. That's the idea. You right. don't just say, that's... well, uh, the people in the blue coast can have clean water no, and because, clean air. Because it's not just a blue coat planet. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. a purple planet. We all hang out here. There's no plan B. There's no, hey, there's another Earth. Let's just use this one like a big lighter and we can go off to the other one. We can't. Right. And that's how the debate Which is needs why to we be should framed. have a Green New Deal now. Right. But that's how the debate needs to be framed. It's not climate change. Climate change. We're going to lose owls. Oh, my goodness. The snail daughter is going to no, die. You're gonna no, you're going to lose your butt. You're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. We're not going to destroy the planet. The planet's simply going to shake us off like a dog who is tired of its fleas. And the planet will survive and probably repopulate. Well, our self-preservation, right? We have to self-preserve. Right. That's what we need to sell. It's not the Earth. Yeah, the yeah, Earth is the Earth yeah, could give yeah. a so crap what less I about find us. with the, with the um, real religious right is they believe that God will not let anything bad happen to them. Therefore, it's okay to pollute the earth to the nth degree. No, I am sick. So no, I, know, I don't I know, know but, how to like but, have a conversation well, with this. Even their book has has things where like there's plague, there's boils, there's frogs, there's earthquakes, there's tornadoes, there's a sandstorm. A woman got turned into a pile of salt because she looked over her shoulder. 
This is the book you want to defend environmentalism with? Yeah. But so it's like, how do you, how do you, and they believe it's okay for people to profit because you know what? Nothing bad's going to happen to them anyway because God is going to save the righteous. (sighs) By the way, there are those that believe that God did put Trump in office. Oh, no, absolutely. Right. They're no, no, the no, no. Same that's absolutely. People. If you're old time religion, you believe that God did, had orchestrates every single event every, yes. everywhere. And so in that Matt case. Netanyahu believes is, he is. was put in place yeah, by God. Yeah. They all say this. So that's great. So here's our thing. So, so when we say that, what riles up in you? Because, you know, we have to get to a place where we go, okay, that's their certitude. They're not going to budge. And that's fine. I, can't I don't, let care. It I don't crazy. care if they have certitude. That's fine. But you keep your certitude and your bronze age thinking the out of my laws. <laughs> okay? How do you, how do I'm you fine. Conquer? You can be, you can be as certain as you want. You do point. not legislate right. my so, life yes, based on your certitude. Okay, so I guess the point is once we're faced with that, we have to turn about face with kindness. Right. Rally with the people who will fight with us like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like Ilhan Omar. To and have Nancy Pelosi and whoever else will get on board. Bernie Sanders to have <laughs> a to save our planet yep. and just keep moving forward with saving our planet. Here's a possibility of politics. How do you conquer willful ignorance? You don't. You have to allow it to be. This is the challenge, right? Because if they're willfully ignorant, you have to let it die it. off, Brian. Then they will just have to die off. Again, I, I, I keep but at using- what point does that message never die though? Because that's where we're at. It's still just self-propagating. It's never going to end. I think that's why you have to... This is where I have a problem with the Democrats. Right. Okay. Go. They are all, except for Bernie (laughs) and Tulsi Gabbard. Who's technically independent. But anyway, go ahead. um, They look at their campaign slogans. I'm going to beat Trump. I'm going to beat Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. You have to be for something. Yeah. You have to give you, the people what they need. That is the winning message. And right. I don't <clears throat> see the Democratic Party doing that. I see uh, Bernie open, doing open that. Open up a little bit. Open up. It's happening. Go ahead. Google somebody. Look at all the stuff be- they're passing. And I mean, of course, everyone's like, well, what difference does it make if they pass this stuff in the House? Because you queue it all up and you show the voter in 2020, here right. is what we have all voted for. And right. they go, oh, wow, that's pretty great. And then you stand on the debate stand with that Republican member of certitude and you say, why don't you vote okay, for those things? So here's my political so, experience. And this is where you're naive. It, I, I agree. And this <laughs> happened in Colorado recently. Democrats okay. swept right. in the state. Mm-hmm. And they all campaigned on parental leave. Okay? This was their big thing. Family leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, family leave. And the Republicans were in control. And the Republicans weren't having it. And they're like, this is what we want. They got into control. <laughs> they watered down the bills to make it uh, amenable Mass. to the corporations. Oh. Just like we and did with that's the ACA. So I have seen this over and over again. I have seen Democrats say, we will fight for this. This is what, but look, these Republicans are standing in our way. And guess what happens when the Republicans get out of the way? They don't do it. For Here's another example. The great state so, of California. Uh-huh. Guess what, guys? We have Democrats. Yeah. We have what's called a super, super majority. majority. We have what's called a super majority. And yet most of our needs, why didn't single payer pass? 
You cannot blame the Republicans. One guy. You cannot. You cannot blame uh, Trump on this. One guy. And unfortunately, <laughs> it's more than one guy. Yeah. The governor didn't want it on right. his desk, and you know Jerry what? Brown at the time, yeah. Jerry Brown and Newsom. Same thing. He's taking money from private hospitals. He campaigned on single payer when he was in front of the nurses. He did, and. N- then we've reached out for somebody to author a single payer bill and no one in the dem- super majority democratic legislator will do it. You know why? Because from the top down doesn't want it. Okay. So wait, wait, wait no, maybe what not, happened to, what happened what to SB 562 then? That's what she's talking about. It, yeah. Sitting in SB in the Senate. At Rendon, the assembly uh, Anthony Rendon, the single payer slayer for all you game of Thrones fans <laughs> slayed it. That's what I thought. I thought, I know, I know that's why I kept saying okay. one guy, one guy, Rendon, but we are a super majority. So another, Vote him out then. so another legislator, another member of the assembly, another member of the Senate, bring it up. Ben Allen, champion it. Yes. They won't. They haven't. So that that's and it's you can't blame the Republicans for that. Okay. Am I am I in trouble now? No. <laughs> but I am gonna I feel like I'm, I'm in gonna turn it back on you a little bit. So All right, give it to me. Because this is what I love about Erica. You know, because it's one in one sentence, it's you know, we have to be this person and we have to be I'm fighting it. for single pair. I'm not giving that up. So uh, me and two other people, we're still in it. <laughs> Even true. though we have no allies in the bluest state so in the country. So let's do the back of the theme in the show again, which is okay. that one fear is obviously bigger than another fear, right? So what is the fear of these Democrats that's bigger than the fear of uh, healthcare not being available? I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my cushy and how job. How do they lose their job? You know this answer, but how do they lose up? Because they get voted out by people who wanted what they didn't back. Well, they in this case, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong, because you know this better than I do. But my understanding is the reason, for instance, the California Assembly won't get behind single pair, which would put it over the top, and then we'd be on our way, right? Is because Assembly people, Assembly members, they campaign on maybe ten to eighty thousand dollars. It is a, is a campaign war chest for an Assembly member, and if they decide to go for single payer, which means the ends of the insurance industry, the end of the insurance industry. Yeah. That's right. That's what single payer means. Then they will get buried with what six hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million dollars. And for an Assembly member, you could never survive that way. Then get out. Then get out. If you're not representing representing the people and you're a scared little bitch, get out of politics. <laughs> Seriously. Well, this is serious freaking business. Yes, and this is to the point of, of money and politics. And the system is set up where even when you have good guys and gals in there, it is very difficult. It is very difficult to overcome a system that is set up to support the corporate interests and the elite. And and so, I do, I do understand. I do have compassion like about you lose your job. So what does that mean for your family? What does that mean for your health care? I, you know, I get that and I'm still going to hold them accountable. Yeah. And this is where it goes back to money is the gateway issue and we have to get money out of politics. So, okay. So there's, but it's multifaceted is what I'm saying. And, and, what could we do if we're have to be for something instead of just against something? We don't want to just be against assembly members. Anthony Rendon, if you if you take out SB five six two and you champion it, 
I will forever support you and bring as many people to champion that in you. And you know what? Governor Newsom, it was Saskatchewan, is that how you? Saskatchewan, yeah. Who led Canada Canada to their single pair movement in the 1960s. You have an opportunity to have your legacy remembered for eons and eons and eons. If you lead this country to single payer and we can do it because we're the fifth largest economy in the world. We have more people than Canada. Yes. That's what you have to gain from this. So what you're weighing is the money right now. And I get it. It's millions of dollars and that, that will give you and your family a lot or a legacy of bringing healthcare to everyone and you will lead the entire country. And like Agamemnon, who was a king 7,000 years ago, you will still be remembered for this. You will never be forgotten and you will be heralded. So that's, that's yeah. we uh, California. Yeah. California is the tail yeah. that will wag this dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Like all, most of the crazy harebrained lefty leaning. Oh, Hey, that actually turned out to be a good idea. Started here. Okay. So in the next segment, also, then oh, hang on I, in an answer, in an answer to your question <laughs> okay. that you proposed that you, okay. that you, uh, you asked, what am I going to be for? The repealing of citizens United is huge. As soon as you equated money with free speech, you gave corporations the ability to run roughshod over democracy like that. So we need a constitutional amendment there. Yeah, we do. And that's because that's the only way it's going to really overturn that. What is that, Uh, 27 states? Yeah, we had three quarters of states. Three quarters of states states. and two thirds of the Senate. Yeah, it's good. But that's doable. Uh, Not yet. But it will be. It will be. Uh, you know, it could be. And it we has, it has it to be. But we also, we, we're getting into the weeds of that. But okay. we are. But we could have solved that, and we started to, by Bernie led a good wave of, of single donors. And now all the candidates are refusing PAC money. And that's how you <laughs> Thank you, it. Bernie. <laughs> Way to lead. No. See, Newsome, yeah. you no. can not lead. Them, like not all of them. Not all of them. So when, in our next segment, <laughs> let's get into the Democratic candidates. There's 24 of them. We don't talk about all of them. But let's talk about, you know, what they are for and which ones are focused more on against and which ones are focused more on four. Because if, if you want to win this, why did Obama get voters that also voted for Trump? Because he was four things and people could feel it and it was palpable and he believed. Whether you like him or not, you know, he believed. And so, okay, in the next segment, let's do that. This is Policy of Politics. I am Jeff Stein with Erica Ferriston and Jeff Hendrick. 